pair I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag I'm useless But not for long the future is coming on I ain't happy I'm feeling glad I got sunshine Good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live here on this Wednesday. Casey Jiskler here. We've got a fun show coming your way. We'll be live until 1 o'clock. We'll be talking about sports. We'll be talking about everything that's happening in our area. And we'll be kicking it until 1 o'clock. Apologies for missing yesterday. I'm going to tell you the truth of what happened. I was up. I was ready to go. Battling a cold, you guys are going to hear it here. I'm clearing my throat, coughing, sneezing. And whenever I got the email that all the games yesterday were canceled because of inclement weather, I just said, you know what? I'm not going to have a whole lot to talk about, so I'm going to bed. <laughs> Took some cough syrup. <laughs> Boom. Landed in the bed, and I was done. Didn't do much yesterday. But we're recharged, we're refreshed, and we're ready to roll today here on Play by Play. Let's thank our sponsors, our wonderful sponsors, for allowing us to be here. The Blue Boot Foundation, Neo Small Engine, Do Friend Building Materials, got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets, Feels Like Home. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. We didn't have any games yesterday because of the cold front that swept through, caused some severe weather. Thankfully, most of the Bayou region was unscathed. It was more of a threat than um, an actual severe weather event, but better be safe than sorry. Um, But without a show yesterday, I do have some uh, results from Monday that I could tell you all about, and some, some very interesting things happened. Our girls' basketball scoreboard from Monday was as follows. Covenant Christian got a 56-4 win over Grand Isle. Good win for CCA over Grand Isle, which is still putting the pieces together after the storm. Um, the big result from Monday for the girls was Assumption getting a 44-42 win over Homa Christian School. Assumption is going to be a playoff-bound team in Division Two. They get a big win over Homa Christian School. Um, talking to Coach Kathy Luke for Homa Christian this morning, she said that the game went to overtime, which I was not aware of. Uh, it was 38-38 to 38 at the end of regulation. Homa Christian had the ball at seven seconds left, drew up a play, and it worked like a charm, but the kids just missed an open layup. And then uh, Assumption won the game in overtime. Uh, Kathy said, and I quote, our kids played tough, but truthfully, they were more physical and hit their shots when needed. And a big bugaboo for Homa Christian, 6 of 16 at the free throw line. Said, Coach Luke, we can't win close game shooting that poorly of a percentage from the free throw line. And she's right. Um, young team, maybe some heavy legs, you know, getting pushed around a little bit by a little bit more of an experienced assumption team. But that's a good learning lesson for Homa Christian. I think it'll get them ready for the playoffs and get them ready to be, be able to better handle those types of matchups a little bit later on in the season. So congratulations to Assumption on a big-time win. Berwick gets a 46-27 win over Lauraville, so good job for Berwick getting a big win. And then um, we shift over now to the boys' scoreboard where it was very light. Mondays are very light. There weren't a whole lot going on. Hanville falls to Hannon, 61-38. Hannon gets a win over the Hanville Tigers. Um, Let's see, that may be it. Um, Covenant Christian beats Grandal 39-31, and that kind of wraps up. Or scoreboard for things that have happened in the last 48 or so hours. Now, we've got 
a whole lot to talk about for today because yesterday we had everything get washed out. Central was supposed to take on HL, Terrebonne, Hanville, Thibodeau, Destrehan, Vanderbilt South, uh, boys and girls, you know, that all got washed out. So I could tell you that today, rescheduled, we've got Central and HL Bourgeois, boy-girl doubleheader out in gray. That'll be taking place today. South Lafouche will be taking on Vanderbilt tonight, only the girls' game. The boys' game that was scheduled to be played down the bayou has not yet been rescheduled. The girls' game scheduled for tonight at Vanderbilt will be played. It will be played at 7 o'clock. Hanville will be taking on Terrebonne today. But the teams flipped the game from Hanville to Terrebonne because Terrebonne was scheduled to host Hanville later in the year, but it was during Mardi Gras time and the parade schedules, and it would have been a mess, so they just flipped the games. So don't pay attention to the LHSA website. Hanville is going to Terrebonne tonight for a boy-girl doubleheader. And um, some other interesting notes, Thibodeau and Destrehan were scheduled for last night. They're going to play on Monday. And again, South Lafouche and Vanderbilt boys were also washed out, but there uh, has not been a rescheduled date set just yet. So we'll be keeping an eye on all those results. I'm going to be attending. I haven't made up my mind yet. I'm going to be attending something tonight. Maybe Hanville, Terrebonne, maybe Central Bourgeois. We'll be attending something and keeping you guys abreast on everything that will be happening. It should be a whole lot of fun to see um, how those results shake out. Um, we've got a huge middle school matchup tomorrow, and including a game that you'll be able to hear right here on KLEB. We've got LCO and Lockport taking on one another in a game that may decide the Paris championship for the girls. Um, if LCO wins, then it's still kind of open, but if Lockport wins, Lockport's going to win the Paris championship for the girls. Um, if LCO wins, then they will be undefeated. Lockport will have one loss. Golden Medal will have one loss. And it'll set the stage for Golden Medal to potentially knock off LCO later in the season and potentially make it a big three-way tie. Um, so we'll be keeping our eyes and ears uh, on that one tomorrow. That'll be a whole lot of fun to see how those results will shake out. Want to give a congratulations to Brandon Daniels of South Lafouche High School. Um, he earned the Go Preps Player of the Week on the boys' side of things after just having a Herculean week last week where he scored 30-plus points against Central Catholic, then scored 38 points against Assumption. And in that game against Assumption, he also had 25 rebounds, man. It's just ridiculous. Like People ask me all the time, like, how good is this dude for real? 38 points and 25 rebounds, good. I mean, he he's incredible. He is absolutely incredible. For the week last week, he averaged 35 points, 15 rebounds, and 5 assists per game, helping the Tarpons win both games. Brandon Daniels is the reigning leading scorer in Class 4A, and he's every bit on track to do the same again this season. Um, just unbelievable. Absolutely, positively unbelievable the work that he has done. Let's catch a break. By the way, let, let's paint a picture for this show. I didn't even give you guys a rundown of what we're doing today. Shame on me. Brody Williams in the next segment of the show. Joe Tutal, Covenant Christian Academy Baseball at noon. 12-15 NFL playoffs. 12-30 mailbag. 12-45 picks and we're out. Fun Wednesday show planned. If you guys are wondering, well, where's Turtle? Turtle's actually doing his day job today. 
He's got a vendor going in at, over at Dufresne, so we're going to try to catch up with Turtle a little bit later in the week. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Brody Williams of South Lafouche. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. You know how important it is to keep your vehicle running at its best? Calvin Braxton Service Department wants to help you make sure that it does. Their service department is offering this special on tires. Buy four Michelin tires and get free road hazard and get a $70 mail-in rebate until January 31st. Calvin Braxton Ford, 5978 LA1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices. Don't forget, this offer is good until January 31st. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, and Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is a top-of-the-line police, fire, and EMS supply store. As well as a great source for tactical and home defense needs, Tri-Parish Police Supplies is open to the public Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, and on Saturdays, 10 till 2. So stop in. At Tri Parish Police Supplies on Highway 311 today. For more info, call 985 873 9989. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Hello friends and family, Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dofriendlumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients safe to all humans and pets check us out on facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com need our cedar beaters now call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back buzz off mosquito control safe effective guaranteed 
It's Mike to tell you for Neil Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neil Small Engine Incorporated, locations in Homa, LaRose, and Thibodeau. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle, caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Gisclair here. We go to the phone lines now. We go to South Lafouche Boys basketball coach, Coach Brody Williams, who's on the line now. Coach Brody, what's good, man? Good morning. How are you? Doing good, Casey. How y'all doing? Doing just fine, buddy. Um, before we get rolling, just kind of an update. I know you guys were scheduled to play yesterday and did not. Oh, no one out in the area played yesterday because of the inclement weather. Do you have an update? Is the game canceled? Is it postponed? Do you maybe have a rescheduled date? What can you tell us about the Vanderbilt game from yeah. yesterday? We, uh, we're still working on maybe rescheduling it, but um, it's kind of weird because, like, one week I'm kind of open and have some open dates, but then he's filled up, you know, and then one week he's kind of open, but then we filled up and we kind of got some conflicts and they like, would have to put it back-to-back and, it's during district and all. We both, I mean, don't want to do that because we know we're going to need all our energy and effort. So, I don't know. It, it, it's a possibility it might not even be rescheduled. It might just be canceled all in all. But we're still looking at it, and uh, I'll let everybody know, and I'll post it and stuff if, if, if anything changes. Okay, good stuff. Um, now, the next question that I have, and this is, again, a question that I've been asked several times, so I'm going to ask you to answer it for everybody here listening. You guys are playing South Terrebonne on the road this weekend, or, or this weekend, on Friday. Where does South Terrebonne play exactly? Where should we be going? That's uh, Terrebonne High School, uh, where we played uh, Ellender and Terrebonne this past year. Okay, good stuff. So give us a rundown of that. South Terrebonne, um, kind of an unpredictable team. Some games they kind of struggle. Some games they play Ellender and only lose by 10, like I – I don't know what to make. It's kind of a dangerous game. What are some things that you guys are preparing for as you're taking on the Gators again on Friday? Yeah, I think uh, we got to go in there and, and not look at records, you know, like in the past, and, and we got to just play our game, and we have to um, take every opponent seriously and take every opponent, like, like prepare for them. And I think we um, – they're going to come and they because they, they've showed it last game and they're going to be more prepared this game. I think they're going to come with a plan to stop uh, BJ because BJ has been, you know, hitting his stride, scoring a lot of points. Um, we're going to have other guys that have to step up. The good thing is, you know, we got our whole team back um, healthy and, you know, we hopefully can come out and, uh, you know, score. I think we're going to have to score. Um, we're going to have to play solid defense, slow some of their, uh, their guards down. Um, and, you know, if we just do what we're supposed to, I think we'll, we'll be okay. But if we come out there and, and and 
play lazy or play and not take them serious, then it's going to be a long night. Brody, I was talking about this in the first segment of the show is how Brandon Daniels was named the Go Preps player of the week, and then I was reading the stat line for the game against Assumption. 38 points, 25 rebounds. Brody, that's ridiculous, man. I'm sure there I'm sure there are times where you're watching film after or maybe at the end of a game you're winding down your day. I'm sure you got to exhale sometimes and be like, God, dog, I'm glad he's on our team, man. No, I told uh, Coach Coach Crosby does the stats and all, and I said, look, if you can send me his stats just so I could submit it to go press, and I think he's going to have a good chance because I knew he had a killer week, and when I saw that stat line, 38 and 25, I'm like, oh, my God. You can't, I mean, you can't even – I was, I was flabbergasted, you know. And another game, he had four or five blocks. I mean, he just makes stuff happen defensively, offensively. And like you said, you know, I'm going to miss him tremendously uh, uh, next year. And uh, it's, it's not going to be the same, you know. But we, uh, we're going to have to, you know, get some more pieces coming in and develop some guys. But we're definitely going to miss them. Uh, we've been kind of spoiled the last couple of years, for sure. With uh, Nick Coleman back, I, and I, I was mentioning this to some friends of mine a couple of days ago, is that, you know, it's another body in the middle. It's another guy who could score. But truly, Brody, I think one of the big things that you guys missed when he was out he he could he passes the ball really well. Like he he handles the ball. He's a good passer. Gets the ball in the right spots, and uh, you know he's back. And then Kuro's back. And look, the old cliche, Brody, is that you want to be playing your best ball at the right time. You guys have everybody back, or you feel like you're about ready to you know kind of kick it up a notch. Yeah, and, and I think so. And, and one thing I like, uh, I'm starting to see from the guys is, you know, like Jacob Kuro the other day. He knew he missed a couple practices, so. He asked coach, can I take, you know, get a couple shots in the gym? Like they, you know, they they're starting to kind of see that maybe we can, we can do something, make a run, and uh, they're taking it upon themselves. They're getting extra reps, and you can tell they're excited to be back in the gym. And I know that that anticipation is still waiting. We were supposed to play last night, but they still never got to play, you know, actual game in the gym. I know they're getting excited for that. Um, I think so. I think we're in a good spot. I think we're going to be able to. Uh, maybe surprise some some teams. Um, you know, we're gonna be able to score hopefully, and and hopefully we hit our stride going now and going forward at the district. Brody, do you think? And and I understand, man. Like, hey, everybody was super jacked up to play yesterday. Do you think that maybe possibly it could be a little bit of a blessing in disguise that the can was kicked down the road a little bit just because now y'all have a full week, y'all be in there, nothing's gonna be a surprise. Everything will be a little more familiar. Do you think that maybe that could end up helping you guys out a little bit? Yeah, it's kind of like you said, you know, God works in mysterious ways. Maybe it, we were uh, going to be too jacked up, and you know how that happens sometimes. You get too jacked up, then you come out flat. Um, you know, maybe, like you said, blessing in disguise, us being able to uh, get a full week of practice, you know, playing away, and then we're going to get a good lutcher opponent after a full week of being in the gym, uh, get a lutcher opponent early next week, and, uh, it might, you know, might benefit us playing that that good team at, at our home gym first game. Have a lot of fans. Um, I hope, I hope it is. I hope that, you know, we get to our home gym. It's packed. Everybody's excited, and we play exceptional basketball. Come out with a victory. Um, but we're gonna have to do, you know, what we have to do. It's just a gym. Ultimately, we're gonna have to still prepare and and, uh, and play our game and, and things like that to to be able to get the victory. Uh, you know, in our in some home victories in the gym this year. I'm going to ask you about this as I'm curious to hear your answer. I know what, what, what Brian used to always say, but I'm curious to hear your philosophy. Is there some coaches that say, man, 
I don't really care about district at all. And, and, and Coach Colley was one of those. He'd say, man, I don't even know why we do this. Like, I, I, we could just get rid of district and I would be okay. And then there are others who will say, like, well, you know, it's kind of a reset, restart, you know, chance to win a championship kind of thing. Where do you stand? You guys are starting up district on Friday. In terms of PowerPoints, the games matter the same as the others, but do you address that with the team at all? Not I'm kind of in the middle. Like I, I, I see the importance of it, maybe for like bragging rights and just confidence overall. You know, and, and I mean, I think it's a big deal even when you win a district championship. Not as big as a deal as you know as it has been in the past. But uh, I mean, it's just a pride thing. You know, you still get a trophy for it. You get to say you know you're one of the better teams in the past, or whatever. Many years, you know, it's something to to have some pride about and build some confidence, but. I'm kind of, you know, we don't really talk about like winning a district championship. We just take really every game, each game, one by one, and we try to win that game. Try to go one and zero. And you know, sometimes I bring up PowerPoints to the kids, and they understand it now. They've been in the system for a couple of years. The older guys, especially, uh, they'll go check the website. It's a coach is always, you know, 22 or whatever. Uh, they understand the PowerPoints and the importance of beating teams that have wins, but also not losing teams that don't have uh, many wins because that can hurt your PowerPoint. So we talk about the PowerPoints more than the district championship, and really we take one game at a time. Very good. Coach, in the final oh, two or so weeks of the season, two and a half, three weeks of the season, what are some things you're hoping to see from your guys to let you know that you're ready for postseason perhaps? Uh, I'm looking to see that uh, we can retain stuff on the floor, like you know certain play calls at this time of the year. It's practices stop getting as as hard and they start becoming more a refinement and stuff. I'm hoping that we can execute at a high level. Uh, if we call play, you know, we run it. I'm hoping to see us score, you know, some points, which in the past few games we have scored, you know, in the 60s and stuff. Um, I think in order to win in the postseason, the defense obviously is, is a must. We're always going to preach defense, but we got to start scoring a little bit, not just BJ, but uh, other guys scoring the basketball. And uh, I'm just hoping to see that, you know, they enjoy it. You know, the seniors, it, 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 it goes by fast already. It's almost, what, three weeks, and then we we done with the regular season. Uh, and, and I told the seniors at the beginning of the year, it goes by fast. Before you know it, boom, you're not going to ever play high school basketball again. So uh, I hope they enjoy it. I hope they have fun. And I hope to see us have some uh, some success in the offensive end of the floor. Is it a boys' JV game Friday, or is it a girls' JV game? It is boys' JV and girls' varsity and boys' varsity. Okay, so the the next question that I was going to ask based on that is whenever it is a boys' JV night and you know your guys are in the bleachers rooting on their teammates, the guys that they practice against, do you feel like those junior varsity kids could maybe like set the tone and build a little momentum? Like if they roll out to a 20-point win, does that you know kind of sort of set the momentum a little bit? Do you think that helps give you a little bit of extra oomph? Yeah, I think sometimes it can help. Uh, not all the time. But I think sometimes it can give like the the varsity some some confidence going into the game, and uh, but we always we always talk about it. you know we'll look at the game before and be like you know talk to the varsity oh you see what they're doing on offense or you see what they're doing on defense or you see how they play they play with a lot of intensity that's how their varsity is going to play just things like that and then it kind of helps us get a gauge of what we're about to face and uh, not like I said not it's not a perfect formula not always but uh, and then when we go talk about it in the locker room, talk about our game plan and stuff. You know, sometimes it can help us out, uh, kind of understand what we're about to face out there on the floor. Sounds like a winner, bro. Thanks so much for the time. We'll see you on Friday, partner. All right. Appreciate it, Casey. Later. Yep. That is Coach Brody Williams doing an excellent job at South Lafouche. They've got a big one coming up on Friday against South Terrebonne. Let's catch a break when we get back out of the break. 
We're going to go to Coach Joe Tutal. Baseball season is right around the corner, and Coach Joe will get us ready for everything CCA. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Do you want a free, easy-go golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, Buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DoFriendLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the DoFriend difference. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets bakes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets King Cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. At Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Welcome back to play-by-play here on KLEB. Casey Disclare here. We start off our lunchtime hour by going out to the baseball diamond and going to Covenant Christian Academy, where their baseball coach, Coach Joe Tuton, waits on the line. Coach Joe, good afternoon, bud. How are you? 
Good, buddy. Appreciate you having me. For sure, man. Look, it's right around the corner. You know, I saw a Facebook message uh, today talking about umpire scrimmages over the weekend. And, you know, we flipped the calendar to February soon. And then that means you guys are going to be practicing and getting ready. And then starting your seasons, like, it's right around the corner, bro. How are things going over at CCA? Things are good, man. We, uh, you know, we, we got a lot of kids playing in soccer, and hopefully we can keep our soccer program into the playoffs a few more weeks. Uh, you know, we, we kind of a little bit behind schedule, but it's a really good thing. I mean, we got some baseball guys. We got three or four guys that are really getting after it, and we got 11 guys on the soccer team that are get out, getting after it on their side. But, uh, hey, we're excited. I mean, our guys support each other. Uh, coach Travis, the soccer coach, works with us. We've been able to get in a few practices at night after soccer. So, uh, hey, things are falling right where they need to be. I mean, uh, I'm excited going into the season. No doubt about that, brother. Let's talk about this. Um, you know, we was chatting about this with Chandler about a week or so ago, and he was talking about how you manage getting guys ready for the season, but they're also in other sports and doing other things. How do you guys approach that at CCA? Like, if you got any pitchers that are playing soccer, are they conditioning their arms in their own time? Like, how do you guys make sure that they're ready? Well, you know, Casey, well, we've been lucky enough. Coach Travis, who's our head soccer coach, is our first base coach for varsity baseball. So, you know, on Wednesday nights, we're throwing bullpens and getting some BP in. So we've been getting our work in for, you know, the last three weeks. And uh, slowly but surely, guys are ramping it up. And, uh, you know, we got a good team at our school where all the coaches work with each other. And I think, you know, it's a, a, you know, one for all, all for one. And guys have really worked with each other to make every program better. So, and our guys, we have a lot of really what I call baseball guys. They're doing a lot of stuff on their own, so it kind of makes our job easier. So I think our guys are getting prepared. You know, when you come back from Christmas break, our guys know baseball season is coming. So guys are starting to do a lot of their own work. Tell us about your schedule. You guys always challenge yourselves, and I know this year is going to be no different. Give us a rundown of some of the teams that the Lions are going to be facing early in the grind. Uh, listen, we play Rummel. We open up with Rummel uh, right off the bat. We got St. Charles Catholic coming up right off the bat. We Ascension Catholic right off the top. Uh, you know, I mean, we had Central Catholic a couple of times. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, it, it's a grind. I think, you know, you kind of see where you're at before district starts, and hopefully you can get the right combination of players to, to fall into, you know, district. And once district goes, you got the right amount of guys ready for playoff time. And I think if you don't challenge yourself with a schedule, you're kind of fooling yourself going into the playoffs. Very good. Tell us about some things that you're anticipating your team being strong at. I know last year you guys were young, but you did have some senior leadership. Give us a rundown of some things that you returned that you're most excited about, partner. You know, last year, I mean, we had two really multi-talented senior pitchers that are going to be hard to replace. But you take those two out the mix, everybody's back. We're going to score some runs. Listen to me. We're going to hit the ball well. I think we're going to compete at the plate. I think we're going to catch the ball really well. We just need some younger guys to step up on the mound. And I think if they step up on the mound, we have a real legit chance of kind of being right where we need to be at the end of the year. Josh Smith told me this uh, oh, probably about a month or so ago now is that he's kind of in the same boat. He needs to replace some pitching and he needs to you know get his guys ready. And he said the big challenge right now is getting them to throw strikes, but to throw competitive strikes because there is a difference. You want your kids to be in the zone, but you don't want them to be middle-middle throwing you know, 80 because they're going to get hammered. Talk about that challenge with young guys and making sure, yeah, you're getting it over the plate, but you're competitive over the plate. 
Well, you know, I think what we have learned, you know, over the years, and, and Coach Tristan Rogers has really did a great job for us at taking over the pitchers. We've got a program that we're working on, and, and I mean, listen, we don't really work on anything throwing the ball down the middle. It's corner to corner, and if you miss, you need to miss a little bit away or a little bit in. Uh, and, look, if you leave one over the plate, it happens every now and then. But, uh, like you said, Josh is 100% right on we got to throw effective strikes. I mean, look, there's times when you want to throw effective balls, and it's the same way on strikes. So I think the more our guys get out there and pitch, the more we get in live situations. Look, I mean, the barrel's far from empty over here. I mean, we returned Carson Bear on the mound last year, who won a lot of big games for us. Brendan Chompon's coming back, who has won a lot of big games. Evan Duplantis is a big guy on the mound that has contributed. Uh, you know, we got a pretty good arm in Zach Dupre, who's a senior who hadn't pitched that much until this year. And I think he's a guy that we really counting on. Peyton and Owen Trost class back. These guys are their third year in the program. I think these guys are looking to make some noise on the mound. So, you know, as we lose guys, we have guys, I think, that can step up and replace them. Um, so, I mean, I feel good. I just – I hate to say it. We just got to go out there and we got to play because – you can practice all you want, and until you get in a live situation, Casey, you know that. It's uh, it's hard to judge kind of what we're doing if it's not, you know, against another team in live competition with real umpires. So I- I'm excited about, you know, getting into these scrimmages coming up. Are you guys in a position, Coach, where you got any starting spots still available? Like are these early jamborees and practices going to decide some, some things, or are you kind of uh, feeling good about your one through nine right now? No, I tell you, Casey, we very, this is pretty fun. And it's always fun when you got kids competing for positions. You know, we're probably, I think we're pretty solid in five spots. Uh, we got four spots with probably seven or eight kids looking to get those spots. So, you know, I'll give you an example. In years past, if a guy has a bad two at bats, you send him up there for the third at bat. If look, if you have two bad at bats, guess what? It's not personal. We're going to send another guy in there to pitch hit for you and give him an opportunity because if you don't give these younger guys opportunities, how are you going to know what they can do? And I think uh, we're in a situation this year where we have some younger guys that we're really asking them to step up, and they're going to get some opportunities in these scrimmages early. No doubt about that. Very well said. Um, my friend, let's talk about uh, Major League Baseball for just a second. Scott Rowland gets put into the Hall of Fame yesterday. Great player. I, I, I don't, I'm not debating nor, nor saying that he should or shouldn't. But, man, it, it's becoming frustrating for me uh, because I was a big Andrew Jones fan as a kid, and I see Andrew had more home runs, more RBI, and played on the winning teams, more gold gloves, and he doesn't get a sniff. Joe, I mean, what do you make of this? Like, why are they holding back Andrew? And look, if you think he shouldn't be in, what, what are your reasons? Like, I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding why he's not in the Hall of Fame. He was never a steroid guy. He was one of the best defensive center fielders ever. Like, it's a little frustrating to me. Listen, we are, it's funny you called. We're on the same page. I got two arguments about the Hall of Fame. Listen, Scott Rowland's well-deserving, but how do you leave Jeff Kent and Andrew Jones out? Everybody, Andrew Jones's numbers, the five guys that have the same familiar numbers are all in the Hall of Fame. He should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, period. But I think what happens is I don't think every sports writer takes into effect the way that you do, Casey, and really look into it and – they would rather they would rather make guys wait than, uh, in my opinion, make guys wait and have to go through. You know, Fred McGriff, he should have been a Hall of Famer a long time ago, but Andrew Jones should have been a sure ballot Hall of Famer. Four over four hundred home runs. I don't know how many Gold Gloves he had. I, I mean, it was a no doubt. 
and then you're going to take Scott Rowland in front of Jeff Kent. Jeff Kent has uh, almost 100 more hits, 60 more home runs. You know, oh, Jeff Kent was an average defensive player, so that's what holds him out, an average defensive player, not a bad one. So, I, I mean, I hate to say it, uh, I, I think it's gotten political, and some of these guys that are judging baseball, does they don't really understand anything but numbers, and they're going off of he said and she said, and, and I don't know how. Uh, what do you have to do to get in the Hall of Fame if you understand what I'm saying? And I, I just think, uh, you know, whether you like a Barry Bonds or you don't and steroids or whatever way you want to call it, uh, steroids was part of the game at the time and it wasn't illegal. Right. So let's blame the let's blame the owners. Don't blame the players. And you're going to hold the guy back because of this, this, and this. You know, listen, if you looked at the numbers yesterday, why are you holding Todd Helton back because he played at a major league stadium in Coors Field? That's not his fault. That was the cards he was dealt with. His numbers don't lie. And I just, man, I gotta, I'm got i debating this because I have a hard time seeing yesterday in Major League Baseball when you have a Hall of Fame vote and nobody gets in and you leave a Jeff Kent out and an Andrew Jones. I mean, come on, man. I mean, how can Andrew Jones – you know, get 58% of the vote. I mean, come on. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just maybe I see baseball different from those guys. Uh, I, I, amen, because I don't know who the hell those other 42% of the people are. <laughs> that, that That's maybe the, the better conversation. Where do you stand on the quote-unquote steroid era, guys? Where do you stand on that? Um, I think that they should be in. If, you, if the qualifications are worthy, they should be in. If you want to put an asterisk, if you want to make a wing for called the steroid era wing, like do whatever you got to do. But I think you can't tell the story of the history of the game without talking about how damn good Barry Bonds was, how damn good Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were. I just don't think you could tell the history of the game with them not included. Well, listen, I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't include them. They were part of it. Look, whether you if you want to put an asterisk, I'm totally like you. You want to put an asterisk or say whatever you want to say. Uh, but those guys, listen, Major League Baseball doesn't like doesn't mind making money on those guys still today. And you don't want to put them in the Hall of Fame. I, I think it's kind of basically ludicrous, if you understand. I mean, the guys, we got suit and tie guys making decisions on baseball operations. And baseball operations, look, look, I'm a big numbers guy. I'm a big percentage guy. I understand the metrics of it. Look, I use it sometimes in high school. But there's still a feel for baseball. There's a feel and there's a situation for baseball. And I feel the decisions of a lot of these suit-and-tie guys, uh, you know, in the major league offices, there's no player involvement, and I think it is it's rubbed over to the Hall of Fame and, you know, and on and on where it's gotten to be an entertainment and a business instead of, hey, are we all in? Are we trying to win? Like, I, I mean, I, I just look, there's no way till next year when you can win this year. And, and I mean, I don't have to say it. You saw it a few years ago when uh, – I forgot. I think it was the, it was the Nationals when they didn't put Strasburg again and let him pitch in the playoffs, and they probably could have won a World Series that year. So, I mean, what are you saving guys for? I mean, you know, you're holding these guys back in minor league baseball when they're ready now, so you can have a year, you know, of compensation with them on another year to hold them back a month and a half. I, I mean, you know, I ain't got to tell you, you're a Braves fan. You know, Ronald Acuna got held back for two months of a season, so they didn't have to pay. Him. And, you know, sooner or later, they got to pay these guys anyway. So just bring them up and let these kids play. they that good. No, I agree, man. Last question before we let you go. AAA is going to be putting in the robot strike zone at all the minor league parks in AAA. 
The next step, I think, is going to be to try it at the major league level if it goes well. What are your thoughts, man? Because, look, I got to tell you, um, I usually don't trust technology, but it is frustrating watching pitchers uh, get six, seven inches off the black sometimes and, you know, knowing, hey, there's a way that we could police this and make it better. What are your thoughts on the robot zone? Um, I, I'm, I, I, I still like the human, the human factor. I do. Look, only because guess what? Maybe I'm a realist. I don't think the Players Association will ever put it in. Okay. Like, I mean, you, that's just the whole deal. Listen, would the, would the, the electronic strike zones be better? The games would be way better. Listen, guys would get better pitches to hit. Uh, it would be a whole tougher game on pitchers. You know, I mean, they're they not giving you the six inches off the plate. Uh, and it would, you know, and I don't have to tell you, I, I think what happens is the way they're trying to do it in AAA, it's going to really slow the pace of baseball, the game down. And they're already trying to speed it up. So I don't know if the Players Association is going to ever put it in. I'm not against it. Listen, I think it would it would make offense funner, but it, it's no different than, you know, you're, Casey, you're a basketball guy. You're big in high school basketball. NBA basketball is sometimes boring because, guess what, we can't play zone defenses, and it's got to become a show. So I think what happens is, you know, if you go to basically the electronic strike zone, the guy that can really pitch and is there all the time probably – you know, gets the benefit of the doubt of, you know, two or three inches off of the plate. And I think the players need to adjust to it. I think they made a big adjustment. I think this, taking away the ship is going to bring some offense back to baseball. That should be fun. Yeah. Uh, but un- until we get back to base running and bunning and doing the little things of baseball, I hate to say it, for all these Yankee fans out there, you're going to see Aaron Judge have some huge numbers every year, every year, until he gets to the playoffs. Because, look, strikeouts don't play in playoff baseball and look the Yankees ain't won a World Series since Aaron Judge is there because we strike out too much in the playoffs there's no doubt about that my friend look we thank you so much for the time we'll chat again soon partner thanks buddy appreciate it man yep that is coach Joe Tuton doing a wonderful job uh oh boy he's preaching I oh, I could have done a whole show with him after he was talking about the strikeouts and the different things baseball hall of fame is a joke um it's way, way too selective. How can you, in good judgment, say Andrew Jones is not included, but Scott Rowland is? Andrew was a better offensive player and a better defensive player, and his teams made the playoffs every single year. I don't get it. I don't get it. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we'll talk some NFL. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Then we've got our Q&A. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. 
At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's Shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's Shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, Reserve, and now Odessa. Texas. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Every day this week, we're one day closer to the NFC and AFC championship games, which will be played this weekend at two respective sides out in Philly, out in Kansas City. We've got the 49ers and the Eagles, the Bengals and the Chiefs. I told you guys on Monday that I truly believe that it's the four best teams. In the NFL, we don't often get the four best teams, but I think this year we got the four best teams. And I think that that's going to make the matchups intriguing and exciting, and I can't wait to see how it shakes out. Vegas says the Eagles are a two-and-a-half-point favorite on Sunday. Vegas says that the Chiefs are a... Uh, oh, come on. Here we go. Slow internet. Sorry. Vegas says that the Chiefs are a one-point underdog on Sunday. So the Bengals are favored by one on the road at Kansas City. The Eagles are two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against San Francisco. Let's start with San Francisco and Philly. 
I was not impressed with Brock Purdy on Sunday against Dallas. I thought that he had happy feet at times. I thought that he was not interested in contact at times. And I really, truly believe that he's going to struggle on the road in a playoff game. Remember, he's been at home for both of his first two playoff games. I think he's going to struggle on the road. Um, But here's one of the things that I think now will be um, interesting to see about this game is can the Eagles handle the physicality of the 49ers, man? As I Again, I mentioned this Monday. The 49ers play the sport differently than anyone else does. It looks differently. It sounds differently. Like, they just beat the hell out of you, man. They hit at a different level. They run the ball at a different level with a different physicality, with a different vibe, with a different oomph. They're not the same as the other teams in the league, and it shows. I mean, hell, how many Cowboys left the game injured Sunday? Like, you just can't mess with the physicality that they play with. So, can the Eagles, who by and large are more of a finesse team, right? More of a, you know, zone read, finesse, offense type of team. Can the Eagles handle that mentality and mindset of San Francisco of, hey, we're going to punch you in the throat? Um. If they could handle it, I think they could win and they have a chance to maybe separate. But if they can't, I think we're going to see a low-scoring, ugly 20-17 to type of game where it's going to come down to the end. And then in the other game, I think we're going to just be at the mercy of Patrick Mahomes' health. If Mahomes is full go and could run, could move, could juke and jive and do all the different Patrick Mahomes stuff, I think we got a chance to see a, a, a classic, one of the best games that you know of the year. If he can't move, I think the Bengals are going to slow down Kansas City. I think that the Bengals are going to have some success on offense, and I think that the Bengals should be favored by more than just one. Because here's what I know. On the other end of that cookie, where Mahomes may be dinged up and may be slow and may be a little gimpy, That other dude for Cincinnati ain't slow. He ain't gimpy. He ain't laid up. In the last five games, all Joe Burrow has done is thrown for 11 touchdowns, won every single game that he's played. And, hell, the Bengals haven't lost a game since when? Uh, Halloween. (laughs) They last lost a game on Halloween. You remember that Monday night football loss against Cleveland where they got beat up on and kind of got dominated? That was the last time they lost a game. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten wins in a row. It's crazy. Before Joe Burrow, you would have had a franchise in an organization that it would have taken them three years to win ten games. Now they've won ten games in a row, one season after making it to the Super Bowl. So I know Burrow is going to be ready. It's going to be a matter of how healthy Mahomes is, how much he can move, how much offense the Chiefs could run knowing that he's likely going to be limited. High ankle sprains are, are, are killer. They're, they're tough. How much is he going to be able to do, and how often is he going to be able to do it? Talk a little bit of NBA here in this segment. The New Orleans Pelicans get a little bit of good news on the injury front, but then a little bit of bad news on the injury front. Um, we've learned today that Brandon Ingram will be back in the lineup for New Orleans after missing two months with a toe injury. 
That was supposed to be like a two-week injury and ended up turning into a two-month injury. Had some setbacks, had some different things, but he's back in the lineup. That's the good news. The bad news is that Zion Williamson got reevaluated yesterday for his hamstring injury, and the team says he's going to miss at the least two more weeks. Hamstrings take a long time. Remember, I said this. Remember, on the show, as it happened, I told you, a hamstring injury with a big guy is a big concern. A, because it takes a long time to heal. Any little movement, any little you know twinge or tweak, it's going to pull again and you're going to be in trouble right back to square one. That's a concern. The second part of it is, oh boy, it's so hard to prevent them from coming back. James Harden, at least one, two, once or twice a year, tweaks that hamstring, has to sit out a month. Chris Paul, hamstring issues, has to sit out all the time. And when you got a big guy that's constantly cutting on a dime and changing directions at any one false step, you're out for 60 days. That's not a good injury to have in your closet, especially when you got bad feet, especially when you're a big dude, and big dudes usually struggle with injuries. Without Zion, the Pelicans have crumbled. They Remember when they were first place in the Western Conference? Y'all would remind me every single day I'm not talking about the Pelicans enough. Now barely 500, 26 and 22. They lost again last night. They've lost five in a row. They got the Timberwolves today, second night of a back-to-back. Ingram will have fresh legs, be an opportunity to maybe try to build on some momentum out of the blender, out of the Smoothie King Center. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we've got our mailbag questions. I'm going to get those things answered for you all. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. Do you want a free EasyGo golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle and get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. If you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. 
When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets bakes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets King Cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Let's have some fun. We've got our mailbag. We're about to open up. Casey Gisler here. Hope you guys are enjoying your Wednesday. It feels like just Monday. Uh, it feels like it's so early in the week because I skipped the day. But we've got a lot of questions to get answered. And we are going to get to our mailbag. If you got mailbag questions for us, Casey underscore Gisler on Twitter. Kaylee B Radio on Twitter. I'm Casey Justler on Facebook. We're Kaylee B Radio on Facebook. Casey at gmail.com. Email me if you gotta figure out a way to try to get a hold of me, please. Uh, make it happen. The first question comes from a listener who wants to know. Let me find it in my phone because it was asked to me yesterday. Comes from a listener who wants to know. <laughs> What is a pitch black match? <laughs> and who do you have as surprise entrances into the Royal Rumble this weekend? I have no idea what a pitch black match is. None. No clue. Uh, I guess we're going to find out on Saturday, right? I think Bray Wyatt's going to win. I would bet just about anything that he's going to win, especially after his little hoorah moment with The Undertaker on Monday. L.A. Black is kind of a jobber like three rungs above the shoes guy the alpha academy um he's there to take the fall but i don't know i guess it'll be you know dim light i guess there's going to be the characters and you know the different white family members are going to get involved it's going to be spooky it's probably going to be more cinematic than it's going to be wrestling but who knows? I'm excited to see. You know, it's it's got my interest peaked. I'm curious to see where it goes, but I, I truly don't know. As far as the surprise Royal Rumble entrances, I or entrance rather, I don't know that this is a surprise so much as I think Cody's gonna be back. I think we might hear the glass shattering, maybe Austin. It's in San Antonio, right? Like that's kind of his stomping grounds. I think on the women's side, all of the regulars. Man, well, there was such an uproar. Oh, bro, the Raw 30th anniversary didn't do anything for the women. Well, that's because they're all set to make their surprise entrances into the Royal Rumble on Saturday. Trish Stratus, probably not the Bellas after they complained publicly on social media about not being included on Raw, but you know, all of those different types, 
Molly Holly and, you know, all those regulars, those annual entrances, they're all going to be in the Rumble on Saturday. Um, on the men's side, <clears throat> um, Steiner brother guy, uh, Braun Breaker, he'll probably be in. I don't know if that's really a surprise. And I, I'll go so far as to say there's going to be one old men's legend. Uh, I don't think it'd be Road Dog. Road Dog's kind of out of shape. Maybe X Pac. Um, I think there'll be one legend or two, maybe even two legends that I think will sneak in there and get the old nostalgia pop. Um, first, our next question, rather, second question on the list comes from a listener who wants to know Casey, give us your championship game picks for the weekend. Whew, kind of forcing my hand on this one because I was, I'm still kind of undecided. In the NFC, I'm going to go... Huh. After the Dallas game with the 49ers, I was all Philly, Philly, Philly. I was like, you know, the Purdy won't be able to score. But the more that I read and the more that I hear, and like, I just think that maybe I'm not giving the Cowboys enough credit and maybe they played the 49ers close just because they're really damn good. So I'm going to go San Francisco on the NFC side. And on the AFC side, I'm not betting against Joe Burrow again. I picked against him last week against the Bills. I, I ain't doing that again. That's that's No, I'm not doing that again. I'm going Bengals and 49ers in an old-school Super Bowl rematch of some teams that faced off against one another in Super Bowls of the 80s. Casey, will Joe Burrow end up being the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL whenever he gets his next contract? Should he be? Um, that's a, de a definite topic of conversation. But the Bengals ain't paying all that. The Bengals ain't paying a half a billion dollars to anybody. That ain't happening. I've seen the Bengals operate. They're going to give him a big deal. It ain't going to be the biggest deal. There's no way the Bengals splurge to that level. Um, so, no, I'm, I'm going to say no. I think Mahomes will stay the king of that for a while. Um but I do think it's going to be astronomically big, $300, $400 million. I just can't see the Bengals and the Allen family who have been notoriously cheap going out and saying, yeah, we'll go ahead and make you the richest player in the end. Like, that's not the way they've ever done business. Every star player that they've had in my lifetime has left there because of a dispute involving money. A.J. Green, Corey Dillon, Carson Palmer, like every one of them left because they had issues with either how the organization was run or how they were being paid. I don't think they're going to be dumb enough to let Burrow go, but I do think they're going to try to cut corners where they can. I like this question like a lot. Casey, who's the MVP of the NFL if you can't include a quarterback in the discussions? Whew. Um, Justin Jefferson impacts the game in ways that no other player impacts the game. Cooper Cup went healthy, and I get this year he wasn't healthy, so maybe he shouldn't be brought up. Um, he impacts the game in ways that the game is not usually impacted. Like you got to change your whole defense based on knowing where they are. On the defensive side of the ball, though, there are some animals, man. And I lean towards actually saying Bosa for the 49ers is the guy. And Micah Parsons of the Cowboys is kind of a close second because you see those guys get sacks. 
you see those guys force turnovers. And you see those guys just change the way that the other team plays. When Parsons is on the field, they're shading tight ends, running backs, they're doing whatever they can to chip. Same for Bosa. You're seeing false start penalties because guys are wanting to get a head start, jump out, try to block him so he can't rush wide. You're seeing lots of things that you don't see with just about any other player in the sport. So while I would almost lean towards the offensive guys in today's day and age where scoring points is so important, it's really hard to overlook those rush ends in the sport and how incredible they are and how dominant they are and how much they impact the game every single Sunday that they play. Casey, why aren't the Saints making more profound changes to their coaching staff after having such a rotten year? (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that one because I think that they should have fired Dennis Allen. So let's start there. Um, I don't think Dennis Allen's a winning coach. I don't think that Pete Carmichael is a winning coordinator. Anything that we've ever seen of those two guys in the positions that they have right now have been non-successful. Carmichael has been the offensive coordinator by himself two times. The year Peyton was suspended for a year and last year, both times was a mess. Dennis Allen has been a head coach twice in his career. In Oakland, it was a mess. Last year in New Orleans, it was a mess. So I don't know the answer to that. I think it's because of optimistic uh, disillusion as one thing. I think Mickey Loomis thinks that he's better at his job than what he actually is. He could fix anything, turn anything around, whatever it may be, blah, 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 blah. I think it's that. I think it's pride. I think they don't want to admit that they made a mistake in replacing Sean Payton. And then the last thing, and I think this is the most damning thing of all that I could say, they can't get qualified people into that building. Dennis Allen didn't want to hire Pete Carmichael last offseason. In fact, he spent a lot of the offseason after getting the job in New Orleans trying not to hire him. He was interviewing everybody under the sun to, to try to not hire him. Couldn't find anybody who would say yes. And I really, truly believe that this offseason, New Orleans would have replaced Pete Carmichael had they been confident that they could get a qualified person to say yes. But who wants those problems? Joe Brady was the most up-and-coming offensive name in football when he had Joe Burrow at LSU. He goes to Carolina, doesn't have a quarterback, gets fired. He's out of the game. Now he's a quarterback's coach in Buffalo, not even a coordinator anymore. Who wants to go and coach Andy Dalton and, you know, an offense that's stale and stagnant and that doesn't have cap room? Like, who wants to go and coach that? Because here's the thing. Next year, when it's still not good, you're going to be on the chopping block. And then when you get let go, you're not even going to be a coordinator anymore. You're going to have to settle for being a position coach or whatever it may be. I think guys are more selective now. Dan Quinn, the Cowboys defensive coordinator, has openly said, like, bruh, I, I don't pursue certain head coaching opportunities because if it's a cesspool of a team, I'm going to be fired in two years. I'm going to be a coordinator anyway. I'm waiting for the right opportunity. I think more guys now are understanding it's okay to just wait for the right opportunity, and I don't think the Saints are the right opportunity for very many people right now. 
Casey, what's your favorite non-South Lafouche gym to call a game in? Um, oh, let's see. I don't like HL Bourgeois very much. It's just uh, and and look, it's not anything against the school, not anything against Andrew Kiwet. Love the school, love the pro. The gym's just kind of dimly lit. It's kind of big, broad. Noise doesn't carry very well. So that's not one of my favorites. Central um, is okay, but the phone service isn't great. It's kind of tough. Thibodeau High, when they're good, is a good one. Because, boy, that place rocks. Um, I like the bleachers at Terrebonne and Ellender, where it's kind of high, wide, a lot of room. I'll go with the House of Pain. I'll go with Ellender. When Ellender's good and South Lafouche comes in, that it's loud and it, and it it's friendly loud. There's a lot of mutual respect there both ways. It's friendly loud. I'll go with the House of Pain. And by the way, we got to get that thing rebuilt, Mister Bubba. Um, you're doing the best job that you can, and I respect so much everything that you're doing. But man, I hope that this time next year we've got the House of Pain rolling for those kids. Just like hope we got the Swamp rolling for those kids out at South Terrebonne. We've got to get those kids back into their home gyms. Casey, will LSU add any more in the portal before next season? I Look, man, in, in today's day and age, where the portal so heavily dominates just about everything in the sport, it's hard to deny that they're going to go back in the portal at some point, right? Like, everybody's always going into the portal. Now, I think that after spring, LSU's going to lose a guy or two. Guy's maybe not going to be happy with his playing time, maybe get passed up on the depth chart by somebody. And I think that a few guys were going to move out and a few guys are going to move in. That's just the way of the sport now. And as much as I don't necessarily like that, as much as I you know, maybe I'm not all that comfortable with it, it's just the way of the world. That's not changing, y'all. That's not getting any less. That's only going to grow. That's only going to get more and more profound because these kids... It's a monkey see, monkey do world. Everybody's copying everybody else at all times. These kids see, oh, this guy's in the portal, that guy's in the portal. Oh, let, let me go try it out. There's going to be more and more and more of these kids are going to be seeking out greener pastures after just about every season. And I think the teams that best handle that and best use it to their advantage, look, it's not unlike anything else in the world. When social media became a thing, it started out as a small thing. We all, you know, you had to have a college email address. It was designed for college kids to keep up with college kids. Then it expanded. More people were able to be included. More people were able to use the service. Then businesses started figuring out, hey, I can make some money doing this. My business is going to make a page. I'm going to promote. And the people that best adapt to their surroundings are the people that survive. And the teams that use the portal most effectively are the teams that are going to continue to win. Casey, how's LSU baseball looking? This is the last question uh, from a listener. <laughs> That's my evil laugh, by the way. That's my we're about to beat everybody's ass laugh. LSU baseball is loaded to the gills. They've got one of the best college baseball offenses on paper that the sport maybe has seen in 20 years. They've got slugging. They've got speed. They've got five tool players. They've got one of the best offenses on paper that we've seen in the modern era of college baseball. If they pitch poorly, they're going to be still really good because they're going to outscore teams and they're going to be in contention. If they pitch just average, 
they're going to be in contention and will be a threat to make it to Omaha. If they pitch well, we're looking at a team like Tennessee last year, a team that goes like 56-6 and, and six or something like that and just rolls through everybody in their way. It's that type of team. You got a lot of talent back off of a team that was pretty good last year, and you just hit nothing but home runs in the portal, nothing but home runs in the high school recruiting trail, nothing but home runs in everything that Jay Johnson has done. Listen to him speak. He's fired up. He's always fired up. Great energy, great charisma. That program is is, is about to take over the sport. All the pulmonary excuses. Oh, well, you know, Casey, there's so much more parity now. Oh, you know, Casey, the game isn't the same as it was during Gorilla Ball. Well, you know, Casey, this. That was excuses. That was, hey, I'm not as good at my job as some of the guys who did the job before me. I'm not as good at my job as some of the other guys around the country who are kicking my ass every weekend. Jay Johnson don't make those excuses. He built a championship roster and a roster that is going to dominate the sport. LSU is going to win 50 games this season. Write it down. Put it in ink. Uh, That's not a prediction. That's a spoiler, as Paul Heyman would say. They ain't going to win 40 games, bro. No, 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 not 40. LSU baseball is going to win 50 games this season. I'm telling you. I'm telling you now. It's going to be a special season in Baton Rouge. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we'll wrap up, talk a little NBA, get some betting picks, then we'll get out of here. It's play-by-play on KLEB. It's the start of something new sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with the Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Simply free. Don't those two words go together nicely? Especially when they describe the very best in daily money management. At SL Bank, our Simply Free checking account provides you the tools you need to manage your account and to make life a little easier. Want to know more about Simply Free checking? Just talk with us today at SL Bank. Member FDIC. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, Our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions now. Call 800-319-6697. I'm Jim Harper, president of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. Agriculture is big business in our state. $11 billion a year 
for Louisiana's economy. When other businesses had to shut their doors, our essential Louisiana farmers and ranchers continue to provide each of us with the food and fiber we need to survive. That's why I'm a proud member of the Louisiana Farm Bureau family. Visit LAFarmBureau.org, the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. My name is Stephanie Simeon. I am the Executive Director for the Workforce Development Board. We want our community back in Lake Charles. We offer a plethora of services, education, financial assistance, supportive services. We are here to put you back to work, Louisiana. Find out how the Louisiana Workforce Commission can help you at laworks.net. One more segment to go. I thank Coach Joe Tuton. I thank Coach Brody Williams all for their time. We're going to catch up with uh, Stan and Taylor Griffin later in the week. I know we missed Stan yesterday on our Tuesday show, and then we missed Taylor today. We're going to try to catch up with them on the back end. Let's thank the Blue Boot Foundation. Let's thank Neil Small Engine. Dufrin Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. A um, couple of betting picks here, and then we'll wrap up today's show. I want to thank you guys for listening. also want to thank you guys for like sending in your questions and all that good stuff. And being an active part of the show means a lot. Um, I remember when we first started, man, I didn't have barely any questions at all. <laughs> uh <laughs> You know, this is kind of having to, to to phone through it now. I got so many that I have to, like, choose the best ones out of the bunch. Um, so that's so much so appreciated. Um, our betting picks for today, I like the Atlanta Hawks minus five over Oklahoma City. I think Oklahoma City's about to hit a wall in the season where they realize 
Like, why the hell are we win- are we winning games? <laughs> they're like the 10 seed right now, and I think that they're going to understand and realize and accept real soon. Like, there's no reason for us to be good. Um, and I think that they're going to kind of slide back into formation a little bit, and I think that the Hawks will be able to take advantage of that tonight. I like over 225 for the 76ers in the Nets. I already told you, 76er game, anything under 230, I'm taking over. Um, they don't guard, but they play with a an up-tempo pace. The Nets don't really guard and play with an up-tempo pace. Both teams have some offensive playmakers. I like over in that game. I also like over in the Timberwolves and Pelicans tonight, over 229. Um, I'll take the over in that one. Brandon Ingram is back in the lineup for New Orleans. Guess what? Brandon Ingram don't guard at all. That's kind of his Achilles heel. Boy, he could score the hell out of the ball, but he's not a real big defender. I think the New Orleans defense will actually get a little bit worse while their offense will get much better with him back in the lineup. I like over 229 for that game. (laughs) There are a lot of thoughts often that, oh man, second night of a back-to-back heavy legs, Shots aren't going to be falling. That's kind of a myth. The second night of a back-to-back, the thing that usually gets hurt most is the team's defense because you're too tired to go lateral side-to-side guard. You don't want the physicality. You don't want the contact. These are NBA players. They could score the basketball from the moon. They could score the basketball in their pajamas. They could score the basketball from anywhere in the world that they want to score the basketball from. Sometimes the energy and enthusiasm to actually guard is what gets hurt on the second night of a back-to-back. I like over 128 for Houston and Central Florida. Um, Houston, again, broken record. You guys are tired of hearing me say it. When they're facing these conference teams, they score. Yeah, they guard. Yeah, they lock you up, but they score. And I think they'll score 75, 80 points and carry the over. Um, Let's see if I could find another college basketball game or two here for you on the list. Uh, Let's go with... Man, I saw it a second ago. Oh, here we go. Um, let's go with Auburn minus four over Texas A&M. I like that one. I think that's a pretty safe lock there. And let's go Wichita State. Even money against Tulane. I think Wichita State at home will defend their home floor and get a win over the Green Wave today. Thanks so much for listening. That's all for us. Tomorrow we'll try to get Stan or Turtle, maybe even both, and keep the train rolling. We're going to treat tomorrow's show almost like a Wednesday show in that we're going to be breaking down high school results from the games that were postponed. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. God bless you all. Keep it on KLEB. Can't wait for another one tomorrow. Adios. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.